A covert narcissist takes over your life. I have heard so many victims say, I don't even recognize myself anymore. I just want to be me again. I feel like I lost myself. I've heard this so many times and I experienced it too. I didn't recognize myself anymore. So I want to look at that today. What is it? Why? Why do we lose ourselves in this relationship? You know, one of the problems of living with a covert narcissist is that your mind is constantly wrapped up in the past and in the future. The present moment is not safe. And out of the need for survival, we stay in the past and in the future. One of the pitfalls of a covert narcissist themselves is that they're completely wrapped up in their own mind. They are living entirely in the past and in the future. Their present moment doesn't exist. And because you are dealing with them on a daily and intimate level, you are forced into their world of existence. And let me explain this a little bit more. I, let's look at your own mind so that you can better understand. Where do you spend your mental time? What do you think about throughout your day? Are you even aware of it? What are you, you know, what are you thinking about? What do you spend all this time in your mind doing? And have you ever even thought about that? You know, do you replay the past? That argument that you had this morning or yesterday or a week ago, you know, things you could have done better. If only I had said this or if only I had done that. I'll give you an example from my life. This was a big one for me. You know, I would ask our sons to do something like, like a normal everyday something in life. Something like, hey, would you guys clean up those Legos? That's a simple thing. That's a nothing in everybody's life. Well, they would clean it up, but they would do it like kids do it. Kids don't do things like adults do. Okay. You know, they're throwing them towards the bucket and, and they're missing. So they have to do it again or go scoop them up then. Or they're loading them in their shirts. You know, I get their shirts folded and they load them in their shirts and they're hopping across the room, dropping, dropping half, half of them along the way. You know, or they're stacking the Legos up, putting them into a tower all together so they can bring it as a unit. Whatever. Kids do differently things differently than adults. But they're getting the job done. Well, of course, this is not to the satisfaction of their covert narcissistic father. And all of a sudden, he gets involved. And as soon as he would get involved in any of these type situations, I knew, oh no, I've set my boys up for it again. And it all goes downhill so fast. Our boys go from happily cleaning up and having fun as they do to tears feeling like a failure once again in their dad's eyes. He fusses at them harshly and spends all this time teaching them how to do things the <laughs> right way. Clearly, they aren't capable of the right way, whatever that's supposed to mean. And if one of them objects to what's going on, saying something like, Dad, we were cleaning up, the verbal abuse only magnifies. Don't talk back to me. You never do things the way you should. Why can't you just clean up? You waste so much time. You know, one thing I've learned about covert narcissists is to them, having fun is a waste of time. They just, they just can't do it. Like it, it, that spending time by just kind of having fun and enjoying life, it doesn't make sense to them and they just can't do it. And I'm going to do a podcast on that later. I, I want to explore that one more. So I watched over and over as he snuffed the life 
out of our boys. You could physically see the happiness leaving their little bodies. And it was almost like the very source of life, the energy within them just drained right out. This is an image that I will never forget. And now in the moment with this going on, I feel horrible for ever asking them to clean up the Legos in the first place. You know, in my mind, here's what's going on. I should have just cleaned them up myself. I knew this could happen. Why? Why did I not catch this? They would have helped me. I should never have said anything because that's what brought his attention to this. You know, I could have just left the mess for later when he wasn't around. He wouldn't even have noticed the mess. I could have just cleaned him up later. Why did I put my boys in this position yet again? And I would spend hours of mental energy on this situation. What could I have done differently? How could I have stopped that? How could I have saved my boys from this, from this abuse? And it would immediately then in my mind turn around to living in the future. How do I prevent this in the future? So now I'm trying to anticipate every situation before it ever even happens. I am trying to stay ahead of my covert narcissist husband and keep him from being abusive to our kids. I'm trying to get in the way or anticipate things, make sure I don't ask for things this way or that way, anything that, you know, if I do this, then that will happen. If I say this, then he'll say that. Always trying to predict and manipulate. Yes, manipulate. It is a manipulation, but it's trying to manipulate things in a positive direction. It's still manipulation. And that manipulation or attempt at manipulation is exhausting. I simply could not relax and live in the moment. My present moment did not exist during that marriage. And I'm guessing that's same for you as well. If you are in a marriage with a covert narcissist or in an intimate relationship with a covert narcissist, your present moment doesn't exist. You are living in this wild ride between the past and the future. And this is why you don't recognize yourself anymore because the present you doesn't even exist. Sponta spontaneity, when you're in this kind of relationship, just gets you in trouble. And I'm going to say all this again. The present moment is not safe. Spontaneity causes all kinds of problems. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This is how a covert narcissist lives all the time. What you are experiencing at, as an attempt at survival is how they live and they function their entire life. The present moment does not exist for them. Spontaneity has no place in their life. They never feel safe. And no matter how hard you try to help them, they are not going to feel safe. They feel like everyone is out to get them. They feel like the world is against them, including you. And so because of this, everything is calculated, controlled, and manipulated. But that manipulation is to their own benefit, no matter who it hurts. They learned years ago in very early development that the present moment was not safe before they were even aware of it. And they have lived their entire lives this way. They learned that people's words could not be taken at face value, that everyone has a hidden agenda and hidden meanings behind their words. They learned that everyone is out to get them in one way or another. So every word that comes out of their mouth is calculated. Everything is a transaction. If I do this, then you do that. Now think about this. You are living this way as a means of survival. This is not your nature. 
It goes against who you want to be. But what is going on in their head? This is their normal. This is their constant. It is who they are. So one big difference here is you are trying to anticipate what they will do or say. And while you're trying to anticipate things, they are creating expectations of what you will do or say. They are, you know, they're trying to manipulate things to turn them to their advantage and they don't care who gets hurt along the way. You are trying to manipulate things and turn them in a positive direction so that it's positive for everyone involved, including them. So there is a big difference here. There is manipulation going on. There is living in the past and in the future and all of this going on. But there's a huge difference. You know, they cook dinner for you one night and, and in their eyes, you know, you should be so incredibly grateful. Singing their praises and how wonderful they are. Because remember, in their mind, everything is done like for a calculated purpose. They're cooking dinner for you so that they can win something from you, so they can get your attention. They want you to sing their praises at how wonderful they are and be so eager to hop in bed with them to show your gra amazing gratitude for their wonderful dinner. Never mind that you have cooked dinner for them five times this week and they have shown absolutely no gratitude towards you. But you are cooking that dinner for them to help keep things peaceful, not to gain some selfish desire, some selfish path. Their mind is full of expectations, often extremely unrealistic. And when they don't get these, they become the world's biggest victim. Well, nobody loves me and everybody hates me. Your mind is full of anticipation and worry, and you're trying to find the path of least resistance for you and your children. So yes, it is different, but just for a moment, I want you to see the similarity. While this is driving you insane inside of your own head, you are capable of seeing it. You are capable of realizing that there is a better way to live. You are capable of realizing that you need to drop all of this. You know, you recognize that this is not normal or, and that this is not healthy or you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast today. But covert narcissists, they don't see it. They don't realize that another way exists. They don't realize that this is not normal and that it's not healthy. It's all they know, all they see, and they think that everyone else exists this way too. They think that it is normal, so they don't even consider another way. This will never change for them. They will never see it any differently. If you have ever tried talking to a covert narcissist about this, you know, about them living in their mind, about their manipulation of events and experiences, about their expectations of everyone around them, or how they think the whole world is out to get them, or even if you've tried to talk to them about finding the present moment, <laughs> then I'm sorry that you understand what it's like to be in those conversations. I've tried. I tried those conversations. And you know what? It's like trying to break through a brick wall with your own hand. You can punch and punch and punch at that wall. Not only do you make absolutely no progress on that brick wall, but you also hurt yourself in the process. So the very first step in taking your life back so that you can recognize yourself once again is the realization that it is not possible, not possible, to explain this to them, and it is not possible to anticipate everything that will go wrong with this covert narcissist in your life.
You cannot do it. No one can. You will drive yourself bonkers trying. But no matter how good you actually might even get at it, it will still never be enough. You are working against all of this that is going on in their own mind. Think about it. You're working against years of their development of this trait of manipulating events and expectations to their own advantage. Their constant manipulation of what they expect reality to be. Their constant expectation of your behavior. Their never-ending displeasure with everyone and everything because no one can live up to their expectations. This is what you're trying to work against. So please quit trying. This is such a huge step that I want to say it one more time. It is not possible to anticipate everything that will go wrong with this covert narcissist in your life. So quit trying. Quit trying to stay one step ahead of them. Quit trying to, you know, wear your mind out. Quit with trying to figure out, you know, if I say it this way, then he can do that. And if I say it that way, he'll understand. Or I can do it this way in the future. Or I should have done it that way. Quit. Tell your mind to stop. Take your headspace back and make it yours once again. One of the biggest reasons that victims say I don't even recognize myself anymore is because they have been playing this game with that covert narcissist for so many years. They spend all this energy anticipating and dancing around the expectations of this abuser in their life. The absolute first step is to stop playing their game. As you do... As you stop, you will start experiencing more and more headspace freeing up inside of you. You will have more room to breathe, room to think, room to find you again. You know, there's this, there's this concept of mindfulness. I don't know if you know about it or not. And, and I am going to do an episode soon that is specifically on mindfulness. If you're not familiar with this word and concept, please start doing some research on it. It is such a valuable tool for the healing process after you've been with a covert narcissist. And I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to apply it specifically to victims of covert narcissists because it really can be such a valuable tool. In a nutshell, I'm going to go ahead and get you started on that journey. Mindfulness is when you can quit living in the past, quit replaying everything, quit you know, looking at why did I do this? Why did I do that? Why did he say this? Why did he say that? When you turn all of that off and on the other end, you also turn off all of the future. Well, what if he does this? What if he does that? You know, should I say it this way? Should I say it that way? You're worrying about things that do not even exist. And when you can get out of the past and out of the future and find this moment right here. Where are you right now? What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you taste? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Find this moment right now and live in that moment. I never dreamed how much I would actually enjoy podcasting. When it was first suggested to me, I'll be honest, I was a bit intimidated by the thought. But when I found Anchor, I quickly realized how easy this was going to be. Anchor provides me with the tools to record and edit right within their program. I don't need additional software. I didn't even need to know how to distribute the podcast because they do it all for me. I would not be where I am today as a podcaster without Anchor. It's all you need. 
and completely free. If you are looking to get started, download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started.